Hi, welcome to our podcast, Insensical with Starchild and Riri. Um, Riri couldn't be with us today. She's got some errands and stuff she needs to do. But we have my friend, Millie, friend of the show, who's going to, um, you know, what is it? Pinch hit for her, sub in for her, and talk about things that are on our radar and what's going on in the black community and stuff that that matters to us so hi millie hi hi everyone <laughs> how are I'm you doing thank you for being here i'm happy to be here this lovely morning yes it was her birthday what was it the day before yesterday it was yes the day before you're turning day. 25 of course <laughs> <laughs> i wish i wish I would well, go back and do a lot of things <laughs> at 25. <laughs> I stopped aging after 30. Like, that's it. <laughs> no, it's so funny because um, I have these debates with friends and they're like, you know, Millie, we're getting old. We're almost 40. Um, Who's almost 40? Not anybody I know. Mm-mm. This is what they're saying. And so I'm like... I'm like, no, we're not. I'm like, you are. Do not involve me in that equation. I am turning 32. And exactly. so like, ha, ha, ha. And so it's so funny because when I was at work the other day, one of my coworkers who does not know me very well because I'm still fairly new said, oh, Millie, how old are you? 32? And I was like, exactly. Thank you. <laughs> So I went on to actually tell her my age and she said, well, I wouldn't even be able to tell. I thought that you were 32 or younger. And I said, okay, well, that's awesome. Well, Millie is gorgeous. I'm sorry. Uh, our listeners don't get to see her face, but she <laughs> is gorgeous. And so is Star Child. <laughs> so, what, did you do anything cool for your birthday? Um... So I actually worked my actual birthday. Um, I oh, no. It. Well, I, I still have to get my money, though. Yes, uh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I came home to um, my family helping me out of the car with um, helping me out of the car, making sure I didn't have to carry anything. Um, I came home to Rose Petals. Um, um, oh wow, rose petals on the uh, floor leading to um, my bathroom or the bathroom um, that I share with uh, my significant other. And so um, it led into a bathtub um, full of rose petals and bath bombs and um bubbles and it was really really nice um and then they um invited one of my friends over they made a cajun shrimp pasta for me um and they know i like balloons so i had like a balloon decoration and um i was just able to relax and so it was relaxing and it was actually quite refreshing because typically um, any other birthday that has came along, I've all always like kind of did it more so with friends. Um, mm -hmm. and so this was more 
you know, of course we're in the quarantine, so it's not much we can do. So this was more family-based and I actually enjoyed it. And then yesterday um, I hung out with some friends and that was, that was very nice. And then um, I had gotten gifts and I, you know what, honestly, with me being having a birthday, uh, like a quarantine birthday, I actually, got better gifts this year than I think I did any other year. So, um, and the gifts don't matter. Um, I think it was just a thought. I think it was a thought that people put into the gifts. Um, and so, um, with that being said, it was just, it was nice and it was refreshing. And yeah, I am not looking forward to going back to work on Monday, but that's another story. Uh, I well, I'm glad to hear that your family was so sweet and that everybody gave you a good birthday. So that's good. That's nice. I was gonna read you your horoscope for this week, but it's not good for cancers. So and we don't need that negative energy. So no, no I was skip please. your horoscope. <laughs> no, yeah, please skip it. I <laughs> I do not want any bad any bad negativity. I'm trying to purify my atmosphere <laughs> right okay well does counting about will and jada count as bad energy because no. okay i feel like we need to talk about this because it's it's part of what's happening in our community everybody's talking about it but also they kind of put it out there Right. right. Like they have their own show. Jada has her own show called The Red Table, where she talks about her business and everybody else's business. So I would like to just talk about them because they're they're influential in our community. They're, you know, kind of like Barack Obama. They're up there. And um, but it doesn't mean that we shouldn't treat it with compassion. And I understand that uh, I'm not making fun of them. I just want to talk about it. But ultimately, they're grown adults and they do what they want. You know, I just want to put that out there. Of course. Right. Okay. So, do you know if August Alsina is a rapper or is he a singer? He's an R&B singer. He's an R&B singer. Do you want to talk about what he said or give us a breakdown real quick of what's going on? Um, well, he was in an interview, um, with, he was in an interview, um, promoting his new album, um, that has 27 songs that I had <laughs> to listen to, <laughs> um, cause that's going to take a lot of time in the day to listen to that album, but it's a lot of washing dishes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, and cleaning and just trying to listen. But um, he was promoting his um, album. And in the midst of the interview, um, a question was asked of him about his relationship with Jada because it was speculated that they had had um, a relationship in the past. And um, Per him, uh, August, he basically said that under normal circumstances, he probably would not have spoken about his relation his his relationships with anyone. But because he was starting to get so much bad flack about it, and he lost so many um, 
business opportunities because people were starting to frown upon him and look down on him like as if he was the home wrecker or he was breaking up a marriage um he is going to say his piece in it and basically he confirmed that there was a relationship i think more so at the beginning of the relationship it started off as like some moral support they started off as friends um because um for those who didn't know he um he he was in a really bad space and if i'm correct or not um i don't like to put out things that i'm not too for sure but i think he um had a drug issue Oh. So, you know what? I think I found his interview. Also starts to block my heart. My heart space is blocked. I don't really have a choice but to express my truth. I actually sat down with Will and had a conversation due to the transformation from their marriage to life partnership that they've spoken on several times. And it you know, not involving romanticism. Mm-hmm. He gave me his blessing. And I, I totally gave myself to that relationship for years of my life, you know. And I truly and really, really deeply loved and have a ton of love for her. Okay, so those are his words. And I think that... um Okay, so Will and Jada came out with first an episode a couple weeks ago addressing that and kind of like downplaying it. But then everyone that I know was kind of like, Will said this was okay. So it got me thinking like, are they an open relationship? Are they a polyamorous relationship? What's going on? And so like yesterday, I think it was uh, Jada did a new red table talk with herself and will and he basically said i never said that was okay but we were broken up so i think that was interesting because they um he directly contradicts what august said about like having a conversation and giving it um his blessing right and i think what they said in the interview was that august could have misinterpreted um the the context of their talk because right. they admit at the time they were very still they were much still married but they were separated well and i think okay so this is what happens when you've been married for a long time you fall in love you fall out of love you might fall back in love again and people get caught up in that but it's usually you know a woman and they call her a home record everything but it seems like everybody's kind of on his side. Like, I feel like they go back to that same thing of blaming the woman, but this time they're blaming Jada for being messy instead of blaming August for like being in their relationship when they're clearly married. I don't know. What do you think about that? Um, so I believe that these two individuals have an open relationship. And so if if that's what's being put in the atmosphere and individuals know that, um, then I just feel like, how are they wrong? If 
if, if you gotta be honest with other people but also i think maybe the circumstances changed like maybe she thought they were just sharing bills in a house and then she changed her mind and he was just kind of thrown away i think what happened was is that i think that these two individuals have an open relationship and i think that people amongst the hollywood community know it and i think that they have intertwined or what did she say um entanglements okay i'm gonna play that because it's so funny she is so cold she just he's like i put my entire like heart and soul into this relationship and then uh, jada's like um it was an entanglement you know I mean, you don't think that's cold oh <laughs> i have the video of okay. wh where they're talking where will and jada the first red table conversation that basically started all this because i don't think anybody really cared about what august said Maybe they did, but no, everything didn't really start to like happen until Jada says this and then Will responds and everyone's like, is Will okay with this? But let me play this part so you guys can hear it. If you marry me, know this, we're going to be together. We're going to be under the same roof. You might be on one end of that joker with somebody else. <laughs> and I might be on one end of joker with somebody else. Yeah. And I always said, that's ridiculous. <laughs> but we're going to be yeah. in this joker together. Yeah. So that's Jada. what we are going to do. The person who's like, and I said that was weird. That was Jada's mom. <laughs> and then uh, let me get the second part where Will, I don't know. I just don't feel like he's on board with this, but... He does seem to support Jada, and actually, I think it's really sweet how he loves, loves, loves Jada. I mean, he he stuck by her with the Tupac thing. So, what happened with Tupac? Her and Tupac were really, really close. Like they were friends. They were more than friends, and she had a defined love for. Tupac that even Will couldn't take away and he admitted on one of his interviews with her on the red table that that relationship um I think it was harder for him to to cope with to deal with okay so he here goes here goes what Will said in response to what Jada said on the first Red Table interview about this. I said, Jada, you know what? <laughs> I retire. <laughs> I am no longer doing the job of trying to make you happy. You know yeah. what? You are free <laughs> to go make yourself happy and you do anything. Yeah. Anything you want to make yourself happy and you bring your ass back here happy. <laughs> Just to show me that it's even possible. Yep. Fly pelican. Fly <laughs> pelican. <laughs> yeah. You know, I was. So, okay, I don't know. That doesn't sound like an open marriage to me. That sounds like two people who are having problems, but they don't want to <clears throat> forgive my use of the word disentangle their financial obligations. You know what I mean? He does not sound happy about that. And and I totally, I totally agree. I'm just on the outside looking in. I try, yeah. you know, um, in one sense, you get people in the Hollywood community saying 
they do have an open relationship and then you get these red table conversations where it's leading you to um, believe that that's not what's really going on in their relationship. So it's like, what what is it? Is it that you guys have this open relationship or is it that you guys have problems and when you guys have problems, you automatically revert to, um, you know, having, having um, extramarital affairs because in one of those interviews, he did say to her, well, Will said to Jada, oh, well, I'm going to get you back. And she says, oh, well, you already oh, have. <laughs> yes, that's the most recent one. And I'll so play that one too. But do you know that in South Africa, when they say fly Pelican, that's what you say when you have like lost all hope on someone. And the only way they're going to learn is through experience. So, I mean, when he said fly Pelican, he wasn't just being like random. <laughs> actually a phrase they use in South Africa that means like okay I guess you're not gonna learn until you go out on your own and you try right. some things right I mean but so, I think that's with everyday life that's in general that's even right. just growing up so yeah let's see if I can find okay I think this is the one where she talks about entanglement it's only about 30 seconds you need to say clearly what happened as far as what you and I decided we were going to take our space and what happened. Yeah, and then I got into an entanglement with August. That's what I said. An entanglement? Yes. <laughs> yes. A relationship. Yes, it was a relationship. Absolutely. I was in a lot of pain and I was very broken. Now, in the process of that relationship, I definitely realized that you can't find happiness outside of yourself. Mm-hmm. And what's she in pain for? Okay, that was the second Red Table interview. That was just a clip. I didn't want to play the whole thing. But, I mean, it's like 10 minutes long. Why would she be in pain? So, okay, so that's what makes me think that Will's got a side chick, but they don't want to talk about that because they don't want to mess up his image. Because what's she in pain for? It sounds like Will loves her, you know? Well, this is the thing. That's why I said... She, he said, well, I'm going to get you back. And she said, oh, well, you have. And You know, you know oh, what else they say at the end of that one is bad marriage for life. Yes. <laughs> like, what? Yes. So with that being said, I felt like I took from that that he has stepped out of their relationship. Yeah. But he feels as if, um, well, my whomever never came out and ah. so now i'm in now i'm embarrassed in public so now it's your turn right well i mean I, let me just say okay will and jada are a libra virgo relationship and let's just say that is super super toxic you know, I bet you could guess, like, which one's the, the Libra and which one's the Virgo. Just guess. Um, Will is the Libra. Yes, he is. Poor yeah. sweet baby. Yes, uh, Jada is definitely a Virgo. <laughs> Talking are, about bad marriage for life. Oh, my goodness. They are, they're very <laughs> Virgos. I have my fair share experience with Virgos as 
family members <laughs> are Virgos and they are a very strong personality. Yes. Uh, very self-centered, very about them and how they feel. And that's that. Exactly. Well, so I guess the last thing I want to say about this is then, okay, so you can imagine how August feels, right? And so, but instead of like directing his ire at Will and Jada, he decided to take it out on Kiki Palmer, who was kind of basically like minding her business. And she just, someone had tweeted her like, didn't you used to date August? And she's like, no, he was never my man. But he just like came out and said, let me just read the treat, the tweet. He says, you are absolutely right. I was never your man. You could possibly never shorty. It seems you mad that you got curved, but your friends are the reason for that. They showed me an endless thread of texts and pics that you sent, worried about who I date and begged me to not further disturb your mental instability. He went off. Why? I mean, I feel like that was just like, he's right. He's probably mad and he's just misdirecting it. Kiki's like, what'd I do? <laughs> Right, but then there also too. There's always things behind the scenes that we never do see. So though we see those snippets, what happened prior to, or the stuff that we didn't see to make that whole outburst happen? Yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure Kiki didn't have anything to do with it, but I don't know. I don't know. She, right. She's very Kiki Palmer. I love her. Um, <laughs> I, I love her too. Her. She has such she is a very strong personality but kiki um never shies away from how she feels or what she wants to say so in that though i absolutely adore her i don't know what she said that we didn't see that led up to that reaction because she is very boisterous and very she she speaks her mind right as she should as <laughs> 20, 2020 please keep as you calmer, should, speak as your as mind as yes as every woman should yes <laughs> well i don't know i feel like okay so originally i thought that maybe will and jada were polyamorous or they were swingers or something but after everything that happened i just don't think that that applies to them you know like you remember Monique talked about being in an open marriage right right but I don't think this is the same thing so and I know that you know we know people who actually are swingers and go to swingers parties and they don't seem to be like so upset (laughs) I just I think that they probably have a normal relationship like any other relationship and you know, who are we to judge, um, you know, and things happen yeah. and, you know, and, and people are people and they're not perfect and they handle it. However, yeah, probably go it's, about it's things tough. different way. Yeah. Me, I would probably go about things a different way, but you know, I, I don't know unless I'm in that situation. Well, we are sending them uh, our positive energy. And yes. I think that, you know, it's good that they figured out what works for them. So. Right. Yeah, I um, agree. Okay. Well, I feel like we chewed on that topic as much as we could. Uh, okay. So do you, what do you think about, we're going to like totally switch directions here and talk about, um, do you, what are your thoughts on the 
statues, the Confederate statues being torn down. I guess you haven't really heard too much about that this past week, but in the last few weeks, um, as a result of the uprisings and the uh, protests against police brutality, um, the protesters have been either defacing or pulling down Confederate statues, which to me sounds like a good thing. But you know, some people are saying that it's important for us to remember the history of the Civil War and the Confederates, and by tearing down these statues, we're trying to um, erase history. So what do you think about that? Um, so my thoughts are that I am personally myself, um, I'm fine with getting rid of because what exactly are we celebrating? We're in celebrating exactly. imprisonment, um, racial injustice, um, rape, you know, just all of these things, um, you know, that, you know, the, the black people had to endure. So myself personally, I'm fine with getting rid of that. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm fine. I, you know, I don't see too many, you know, I do see, you know, a few, you know, Martin Luther King um, statues and murals around and different things like that. But to be honest with you, you don't see too many, um, you know, black statues or, you know, just, you know, black excellence. You don't see too many of those, you know, within the United States, you know, you see more so, um, you know, the Lincolns and the George Washingtons and, you know, and different things like that. And so, um, and, and, you know, some of these people um, own slaves and, and different things like that. And so, um, again, I am fine with them being torn down. Yeah. Well, you know, I think the problem with this topic is that we both agree. So it's like there's very little to say on it other than obviously monuments to racism should be taken down. I don't I really don't get why, um, you know, certain people <clears throat> want to cape for Confederate generals. And like this is not their heritage Saying that, uh, you know, you want to hold on to the Confederate flag or you think that we should keep these statues. What heritage are you trying to protect as a white person also? Because most white people actually didn't own slaves. You know, m only the wealthiest, um, let's see, wealthiest white landowners owned enslaved people. And white people were just complicit in the, the system of keeping black people in bondage and extracting their free labor. But so why, why, what does that mean to you if you never owned or you never had enslaved people? Why do you need the statue? It literally doesn't represent anything that you stand for. So why, why I don't get that part. I think that to them, they just are being disingenuous because it really does represent a time when racism was in your face and and draconian and they really when they say that we're, we're trying to erase history it's just they don't really mean that and that's the thing i don't understand just come out and say what you mean right. you know what i mean no i i definitely i definitely agree with you um 
because just as they feel you know so they're they're in so much of an uproar about these monuments and these flags coming down um is is just as simple as i don't know if you've seen but they um one you know someone went and painted over the black lives matter um (laughs) painting that was on the ground in you know in los angeles you know and you know, to them, this represents Black Lives Matter, represents, um, you know, um, the Black, the Black community going against, you know, the police or going against the white community and, and different things like that. And it's not that it's so much bigger. It's, or just saying that only black lives matter and that's not what is being said it's you know it's basically saying that we matter as well we've always you know through the years we've gotten the the bad end of the stick and when are we going to be able to freely walk down the street and not have to endure the racial injustice and you know the automatic um stereotyping and different things like that and so um just as well you know so i guess what i was trying to get at was that you know just like we put these black lives uh, matter paintings up you know on the grounds or whatever you know they they you know it it brings some type of feeling so they should understand with these murals and these flags, you know, the feeling that it brings to us. And I, I, like you said, I just, um, I think that uh, it's just people being insensitive and not trying to, not trying to understand the next person's view. I just, um, I don't understand what it has to do with them, you know, like having people not be killed by the police just for existing you just because okay let's talk about George Floyd for a second whether he had a a fake dollar bill or whatever he didn't deserve to die if he committed a misdemeanor or even a crime even a murderer is supposed to get their day in court and they're supposed to have their sentence um decided by a jury of their peers sometimes it's a judge but the point is we're not even getting that part we're not even getting our day in court and and so for white people to be like offended by us saying we don't want to see um you know memorials to racism and slavery and white supremacy and uh, i don't know we just want the same rights that you have that are laid out in the constitution you would think that they'd be like uh yeah we agree with that and so i just don't understand their their mentality or why they're offended or why they think that somebody getting equality means less equality for them equality means everybody has the same right I, I I agree, and I just think that um, in I just feel as if that in a way how society is set up, how the laws are set up, how everything is set up, um, though um, they sign the um, Emancipation Proclamation, you know to have us free we're we're still not free how society is um set up 
we're very much still in bondage, but just in a different way. Yeah, I agree. Those are good thoughts on that. Okay, well, so let's see. Riri and I like to talk about um, our zaddy list. And so <laughs> since, oh Billy, you are a guest on our show, uh, let me tell you who my, my the zaddies on my list are. So James Earl Jones and Bernie Sanders are on my zaddy list. But do you have any zaddies to contribute to this list? Okay, so what is classified <laughs> as a zaddy? It's so funny <laughs> when I hear this phrase. What is the classifications of that? Well, it means different things to different people, but I personally think zaddy means like an older gentleman who might have been either fine when he was young or is still fine now. Both qualify. Um, but I don't know. Maybe you could put a young zaddy on there. I don't know if they qualify or not. Whoever you think is handsome, I guess, counts. But there's just something extra. It's not enough to just be like a handsome young fellow, but there's just that energy. There's something extra about a zaddy. You're funny. Um, <laughs> and you said who, Bernie Sanders? Yes, and James Earl Jones. That is interesting. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> I will definitely have to talk to you after this because that's <laughs> hilarious. Um, Listen, my tastes are eclectic. I like a lot I of see. different kinds of people. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Okay, so we're going with older gentlemen. Um, what's his name? Um, oh my God, he's an actor and... Um, he usually plays in movies with um, Catherine Zeta-Jones. Michael Douglas? No. Oh. Um, oh, he's an older white gentleman. Still very much handsome. Um, Sean Connery? Is it that? Is it him? He was in one movie with Catherine Zeta-Jones that I can think of. What movie were they in together? Yeah, okay. So... It is him. You like Sean Connery? Yes. Okay, I'm adding him to the zaddy list. I approve of Sean Connery. <laughs> oh Those eyebrows so and so that accent. Where if we're going with older gentlemen, I will go him. Um, and of course, uh, Denzel Washington always has that um, flair about him. Yes. Okay. Denzel. And since we're talking um, <laughs> on Will Smith, Will Smith would definitely be on my list. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. Why was he not on here? Okay. So I'm adding him to my zaddy list as well. <laughs> and if I had to add one more. Oh, we got a long zaddy list. Okay. <laughs> if, if I had to add one more, I would say Intra's album. Oh, yes. I like him. I like him. He's like from the UK though, so he's not like I don't know. What does that he's, mean? His, his cultural references within the black community sometimes be off though. Like, did you hear about the the dust up? He wore a shirt that said something like, um, you can't have my life. You can have everything else. You can have my art. 
you can have my culture, you can have my music, but don't take my life. And then like black Twitter was like, what are you doing? And so he deleted it. <laughs> well, I mean, but, but I, to be okay to just to pick on that a little bit. Mm -hmm. You do find other races trying to um, mimic our culture, our art, um, the way that they carry our, their selves. Oh, 100%. And there's, and, and there's a lot of artists, um, rappers, for instance, that, that have, um, you know, uh, easily flowed into our art and our culture and you know right. just they appropriate you know, yeah yeah exactly how um we you know just basically how we handle ourselves so i understand right i think the issue is was like saying. no they can't they can't even have that either like no, stop trying I, to appropriate everything you can't have our lives but also you can't have our music you can't have our style right right and i get that but the reality of the situation is they have already done so yeah so i true. get it so i get it i know like i mean ideally you wouldn't want them to you know um you know, take over the culture or to take over the art, but the reality of the situation is they're already there. So I get right. it. You guys have already taken so much from us and taken our recognition and all that other stuff. Just don't take our lives. So I get it. Right. So I don't have I anything bad it. to say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anything bad to say either. I just felt like, um, that was a little tone deaf. If he noticed how militant uh, American black people are, he would have been like, this is a little problematic. Right. But ultimately, he deleted it and everyone, they um, resolved their issues with him. But you know who is a handsome young fellow from uh, the UK is John Boyega. Like, he doesn't get enough calls out, but I think he's too young to be a zaddy at this point. And Do you know who John Boyega to... is? No, I'm having to look him up. <gasps> oh my okay. gosh. Okay. From uh, Star Wars. Okay. I see <laughs> you were talking about. Oh my goodness. Yeah, well, you said an uh, older gentleman. So yeah, I don't think he counts. I don't think he counts. Yeah. That is funny. And so <laughs> I have a question. Would you ever call somebody that? A zaddy in real life? Yes. Like, you know, just within hmm. the home or out in public no i mean i feel like there's certain words you use it's like code switching you know just like it depends on who you're with depending on what words you use you know got it and my spouse is not african-american so it would be weird <laughs> especially he would be a little offended if i was like let me tell you about my zaddy list <laughs> that's funny no, I just, I feel weird saying that. Um, I guess my thought process is, is like, why would I call someone else daddy and I have a father? I don't know. It's just, oh, just that yeah. must be nice to have a father. No, just kidding. That's a whole nother <laughs> conversation. No. Okay, let me, oh, no, I don't. 
yeah, that's for another conversation. Well, we have like 10 minutes. Let's, let's chew on this idea of a father. What is a father? Um, you know what? I, <laughs> I was actually fortunate to have my grandparents raise me, which I feel as if my grandfather was my father figure was my dad. Um, mm. He was there to get on me when I was wrong. He was there to pick me up when I was down. Um, he was there to motivate me. Um, he was there to try to instill in me how I should carry myself as a woman. You know, he showed me or he told me what was acceptable that I should um, take from both men and women. And he educated me and, and just, I believe, like I said, he just gave me the tools that I needed to survive um, in this world. And I do believe that if his son, um, my actual dad would have raised me, I don't know where I would have been today um, right. because he wasn't loving, he wasn't caring. Um, and I went through a lot that, you know, um, most people would never go through or haven't went through. Um, and I pray that they don't have to go through. Um, so, you know, my grandfather passed away, Yeah. you know, and, and, and that was very difficult for me um, to deal with because I felt like he was the mode that kept us all together and he was there to answer questions that I had and help keep me, um, just keep me whole. So, so there's that, but, um, you know, I have, I don't have a relationship with my dad and, and I'm, and I'm fine with that. And I don't yeah. even look at him like he's my dad. I feel like that my dad passed away. Yeah, I mean, well, first of all, I'm sorry about your grandpa. And I think about dads, it's like, it's really the luck of the draw, you know, the right. roll of the dice, if you get a good one, or if you even have one around. But, right. and I don't want to generalize, but it does seem like dads are less, less devoted not that all dads are terrible, but it does seem right. like there's a larger percentage of men who just think that they can just leave, that their kids don't need them. And right. so your original question was, why do women call men daddy or zaddy? And I feel like, I mean, first of all, obviously that's a, a kink. That's like a sexual fetish that men have and maybe some women have where like that's what that is. Right. right. I don't even want to talk about why that would be like a turn on for someone. But when a lot of people I know don't have dads, you know what I mean? So right. it's not like I would be put off or grossed out to think of it that way when I don't really have a father figure to be like, even though that's my dad, why would I say that? Like, no, my dad took himself out of the equation. So it's like you said, it's like, I just kind of consider him to be not with us anymore. But right. Cause like Riri and I were talking about doing a father's day episode and I'm like, but what do we have to say about it? <laughs> no. Yeah. And, and, 
and that's and that's true and i noticed too even if there are fathers in the home because me and me and a couple of friends have had this conversation of i have i actually have friends that had father figures in the home and it was still like as if they weren't there yeah that's true I don't know. That just goes to show not everybody should have kids because it just takes so much dedication and sacrifice and a lot of people aren't willing to do it. Right. So, well, hmm. Okay. So what are you doing these days to um, engage in self-care? What am I doing? I, I've decided that I'm going to join um, a five-day health and fitness challenge. Oh. And um, what else am I doing? But, but um, what does that involve? Is Are you just oh, going on like a detox and you're going to exercise or what? That's involving going on a detox. That's involving um, eating cleaner, eating natural incorporating um just just cleaning out and cleaning away from the juices the processed foods and everything that helps help keep maintain um unhealthy and gaining weight right okay well Let's see, what am I doing? I have decided I am going to become a lightweight alcoholic. <laughs> Enjoying one to two glasses of red wine a day. Um, I've, I've heard that that might be good for you, but, you know, you got to do what you got to do. It's either drink a couple glasses of wine so I can relax or I'm going to eat some ice cream. And so I'll go with the wine this time. <laughs> No, I well. love it. I love it. <laughs> I might okay. I might have to incorporate at least one glass. <laughs> yes, yes. Like blunts the nerves just a little bit. Just a little bit. So mommy could be more fun. Exactly. Uh, okay. Well, I guess that's the end of our time. But thank you so much, Millie, for coming on. And hopefully you can come back soon and we can talk about more gossipy things. I agree. I, I enjoy myself. Thank you for having me. Um, <laughs> I hate that Riri couldn't be here, but hopefully one day I can get on with you and her. Absolutely. Yes. So okay. I would I would love that, but I it was an honor and a privilege um, <laughs> to be. It's so funny <laughs> to be on on the <laughs> podcast, and I I love having just having dialogue with good people and good friends and actually just talking about others' points of view. Me too. Okay. Well, thank you so much for listening. Hit that like button and subscribe. See you next week. See you.